Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets don't play on the boundary marker. Thank you for listening to my boundary series, where I am encouraging listeners to enforce God-honoring boundaries with confidence. If you have not already, feel free to listen to and share parts 1 through 15 of this series with someone you know who can benefit from this. And if you need to listen to it again, do so. The motivational aim, don't play on the boundary marker, is very serious. It's one thing to enforce a boundary. It's another thing for one to constantly see that the boundary was enforced and no one is playing on it or about it. When one enforces a boundary, it is of extreme importance for people to see the boundary marker. They need to be able to see where it begins and where it ends, and people need to be able to see that you are on one side of the boundary and they are on the other. And they need to see you on that side of the boundary doing what you said you would do, enforcing what you said that you would enforce. If at any point the boundary marker is damaged, moved, or tampered with, someone was not where they were supposed to be. Somebody crossed something. Boundary enforcers, make sure that you are not the one moving the boundary marker and make sure that you are not the one playing on the boundary. You should not be playing on the boundary marker as a boundary enforcer. Boundary enforcers don't need to be on the boundary marker playing hopscotch, playing hide and seek, dancing on the boundary. Because if anyone sees the boundary enforcer playing on the boundary marker, that gives the impression to the person the boundary was for that the boundary is not serious. The boundary is something that people can play on. They can flirt with it. They can come on and play too. And if that happens, that results in no boundary at all. When you set boundaries, when you enforce boundaries, you have to stick to them. If you want to play, you play on the other side of the boundary. So nobody can get confused that you are playing with them. But if you play on the boundary marker, all that will happen is that you will play yourself. You will end up playing yourself. Because people who have no boundaries and people who do not respect boundaries and people who have a hard time dealing with and abiding by boundaries, they will play so hard with you and they will play on that boundary marker so they can erase that boundary as if it never existed. You have to keep the boundary, you have to enforce the boundary, and you cannot play on the boundary marker. You can't do it. So let me go ahead and give you an example in scripture of someone who played 
with the boundary marker. They were supposed to enforce a boundary with someone, but they did not. They knew they were supposed to enforce the boundary and keep the boundary, but they played on the boundary. And it cost them their life. Now, a lot of you already know this story, but it can be found in Judges, the 16th chapter. And it is the story of Samson and Delilah. And I'm going to provide a brief synopsis of the chapter. But there was a man named Samson who was chosen by God. God instructed Samson's mother to never allow a razor to touch Samson's head because he was a special child dedicated to God from the womb. Samson's mother did everything God commanded her to do. She made sure that no razor ever touched her son's head while he was under her care. God was with Samson. Samson became a leader. He was a judge and he was a warrior. And he was known for his supreme supernatural strength. Anytime the enemies of God tried to overpower Samson, Samson would snap people in two, beat people up, and embarrass them every time. The enemies of God and enemies of Samson, they were very disappointed that he would beat them up, and they wondered where he got all of this strength from. So instead of just fighting him right off, they wanted to know what was the purpose of him enforcing boundaries. And they wanted to gain an understanding of who he was. Where did he receive this strength to enforce these boundaries and maintain these boundaries? Why was he so prosperous? The enemies of God and the enemies of Samson, they did not like him. They just wanted to know how they could erase the boundary marker set up for them in order to go in and destroy Samson. That is why you don't play on the boundary marker. The only individuals worried about moving a boundary marker with you are the ones who have an issue, as I stated previously, adhering to boundaries. The whole purpose of anyone moving a boundary marker you enforced is so that they can come right on in to steal, kill, and destroy you. It doesn't matter the mask that they put on. It doesn't matter the facade they put on. They want the boundary marker moved, even if it involves you playing on it. Now, jumping back to Samson. As I stated earlier, he was set apart. His enemies want to know how to move that boundary marker. They wanted to see where the boundary marker started so they could cross it. Scripture lets us know that Samson fell in love with a woman by the name of Delilah. And that is interesting because Scripture states that Samson fell in love with Delilah. It doesn't say that Delilah fell in love with him. And some people are allowing people in their life who don't even love them. And that right there. That's playing on the boundary marker. But Samson fell in love with Delilah and his enemies went to Delilah and said, Yeah, see if you can lure him in and trap him. 
where he shows you the secret of his strength so we can get an understanding on how we can overpower him because what we want to do is tie him up and subdue him. And if you do that, each one of us will give you 1,100 shekels of silver. And this is a sidebar. I tried to look up a conversion chart of shekels to U.S. dollars today. And if the conversion chart I found is accurate, if it's accurate, this woman sold this man out for $340. <laughs> That's scandalous. But she didn't love him. She didn't love him the way he loved her. <sighs> Let me stay on target. But back to Delilah. These men told her, we will pay you to sell Samson out. And Delilah went to work. The men told Delilah, go figure out why he set a boundary on his strength. Go figure out why he enforced a boundary on why he is so successful. Go figure out why he enforced a boundary, not letting certain people know certain things about him. And Delilah, she went to work. She went to go make that money. Delilah asked Samson, Hey, tell me the secret of your strength and how you can be tied up and subdued. She just jumped right on in. She didn't waste any time. And that is one thing you will discover with people who want to figure out why you enforce boundaries. They want answers. They want them now. They want to figure out how to move the boundary marker. They don't even try to play around. No. They jump right on in because they have a mission. They rush you. They speak with haste because they have an agenda. Never forget that. Don't forget it. But Samson, he answered Delilah and he told her, if anyone ties me with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, I'll become as weak as any other man. Then the ruler of the Philistines brought Delilah seven bowstrings that had not been dried and she tied them with them. You see how the enemy will hurry up and do anything they need to do to bring you down. People will work together to bring you down once they think they found out anything about you. They do that. They're quick about it. And that's what Delilah did. She went to go get her snares, her traps, the bait. She tied Samson up with that stuff with the men, the enemies of Samson, hiding in the room. And she called to Samson. Samson, the Philistines, Philistines, are upon you. But he snapped the bowstrings as easily as a piece of string snaps when it comes to a flame. So right then and there, the secret of his strength was not discovered. But you see what Samson was doing? He was playing on the boundary marker. Instead of answering her and not engaging with her about the secret of his strength, he started playing with her. He started playing with somebody who didn't love him. Something he shouldn't have even started. 
Samson was supposed to utilize discernment and wisdom. He had it. He had it. God was with him. He was a judge. He was a warrior. God gave him strength to use at certain moments in his life, but he was playing on the boundary marker. He should not have been playing on the boundary marker. He should have asked the question, why is this woman asking me the secret to my strength? And if I love this woman so much, why don't I feel comfortable telling her the truth the first time? If he didn't tell her the truth the first time, that means he had enough sense to not tell her. He knew he had to have a boundary with her, but he was playing on the boundary marker. And by him playing on the boundary, he had no idea what was waiting for him. This woman he loved set it up for people to trip him up, make him fall and falter. Delilah was down for Samson being attacked. But although Samson lied to her, and it didn't work out for the enemy, he should not have been playing on the boundary marker. So Samson is feeling good, but the enemy is upset. So the enemy tries again. And that's what happens when you entertain the enemy and you play with the enemy and you think you know the enemy, but you don't really know what the enemy is truly plotting. When God tells you to enforce a boundary, you enforce it, and you do not play on the boundary marker. But Samson, he was playing on the boundary marker. Delilah, she approaches him again, and this time she's mad. And that is an indicator for you to look out for. People will, some, some people will become angry with you when you don't move the boundary marker. Beware of that. Delilah tells Samson, you made a fool of me, you lied to me, which is so crazy, so ironic, because she was making a fool of Samson and lying to him. That's another thing for you to look out for. Some people who don't see how they are treating you, they want all of this respect They want respect, but they are disrespecting you and plotting on you, trying to take your life, trying to take what is yours, and they're mad because you won't respect them. Steer clear from people like that, whether you love them or not. Delilah, she had an attitude. She was mad. Samson played on the boundary marker again. He had all of these signs confirming that somebody was producing some bad fruit. But he tells her, hey, if anybody ties me securely with new ropes that have never been used, I'll become as weak as any other man. Delilah got to work. She took some new ropes and tied them up with him. See, she's bold. She is tying this boy up in his face. Time and time again, but he keeps playing with her. Then she calls out, hey, Samson, your enemies are upon you. And he snapped the ropes off of his arms as thread. 
Delilah was treacherous, boy. She was no good. But that's what the enemy will do. They will get close to you to find out your weaknesses so they can sell you out and call you out. They want to call you out so people can get a piece of the action in disrespecting and abusing you. They want people to watch it. They feel good about that. Listeners, do not play on the boundary marker. People who want to cross you, they will keep asking you personal questions about your strength. Your strength might not be physical. It might be mental strength, emotional strength, relational strength, financial strength. They just want to know because they want to tap into what you have going on so they can destroy you. And their questions, they will not be general questions. They will be specific questions, straight to the point. And if you ignore them, they're going to get angry. It doesn't matter who it is. It's the same formula. Don't tell somebody where your strength comes from. Don't invite them in. Keep the boundary. They're going to get mad. That is confirmation that they were trying to cross a boundary right then and there and then you have to listen to God God will let you know hey don't talk to them like I said they are specific they're quick they will do whatever they have to do to get your strength that's what they want to do they want to subdue you they want to tie you up because their goal is to overpower you and take from you they want to sell you out They want to know, why is your relationship with God so strong? Why are you so blessed? Why are you so resilient? Why are you so prosperous? Why are you so confident? Why don't you care about the hell that I'm bringing into your life? I mean, why don't you break? Why don't you bow? Why don't you ever bend? What's going on with you? And they will do anything to cross you. But you can't play with them. You can't look at them and think, oh, I just loved them so much. You better start looking at what they're producing in their life and take heed. Once again, Delilah, she gets mad because she can't gain the information she needs. But Samson, he's still playing on the boundary marker. Even though Delilah hasn't crossed it yet. Then Delilah, she comes to him with an attitude and she asks him, how can I cross your boundaries? Samson, how can your enemies cross the boundary? Samson hears this, but he's still playing on the boundary marker. In denial, just because you love somebody doesn't mean that they love you. (laughs) Just because you love someone and you're thinking so highly of them, it doesn't mean that they're thinking highly of you. Just because you love someone and you wouldn't do someone a certain way, it doesn't mean that they will not do that certain thing to you. You have to ask God for wisdom and discernment and share secrets with people you love. If God told you to share that secret, if God told you not to share it, you better keep it and talk to God about that. If God told you to enforce a boundary, you enforce the boundary. 
Don't get caught up in fantasies and imagination in which you think something should be, hoping that just because you think it, it's going to actualize. If people don't love you, they will show you that they do not love you. Anybody wants to tie you up and put you in a position where your enemies are attacking you, they hate you. They do not love you. And if they keep doing it time and time again, they don't respect you. They want something from you. And they're doing it over and over again. That's not a game. Don't play with that. That's nothing to play with. Then Samson tells Delilah, okay, if you pin my hair this way, I'll be weak as any other man. Then Delilah, she tried it. It didn't work. So she really needs this money. She really wants to sell this man out. Because the enemies are telling her, I mean, I thought you were skilled in crossing boundaries. You're doing a poor job. Delilah's upset. She's embarrassed. But as I mentioned earlier, all of this is not Delilah's fault. Yes, Delilah's treacherous, or she was treacherous. She didn't love him. You can look at, man, why was he in that relationship with that woman and he loved her, but she didn't love him? Hey, hey, hey. That's true. She did him dirty. That's true. She was fishing for information. That's true. She wanted to sell him out. She wanted to call him out. She wanted him to be attacked. That's true. But God blessed Samson with wisdom. Samson was not utilizing wisdom. God also allowed Samson to see the fruit of what Delilah was producing. He showed him sign and sign and confirmation over and over again. But he dismissed that because of his love for her. Was it love or was it lust? Was it love or was it an imagination of what he thought love was supposed to be with this person he really liked. Anybody doing those things that Delilah did, because people are still doing it, they don't love the person that they are in communication with. They do not. Somebody in Delilah's neighborhood could have saw Samson always at her house. And from afar... It looks like, man, you know, Samson and Delilah, they always together. Every time I pass by, they wave at me. They're smiling. They're hugged up. It looks perfect. But they don't know that Delilah's treacherous. Delilah wants this man killed. You can't look at the outer. You can't look at what people are posting. They were posting stuff too back then. Posting smiles on their faces. And it was hate going on. See, when anybody plays on the boundary marker, eventually they get tired from playing. You're not alert, or the person is not alert when they keep playing on the boundary marker. But going back to Samson and Delilah, Delilah knows that Samson loves her. So she hits him with the, how can you say I love you 
when you won't confide in me. I thought we were best friends. You said there was nobody other than me in your life that you cared about, but you're over here withholding information from me, and you know how I feel about you, Samson. I thought you said you wanted to be with me. I just don't feel like you love me. It's not the same. I mean, Samson, what is this? What are we doing? What are we, Samson? And she nagged him day after day until he was sick to death of it. And you know that happens. It's sad, but if a man is nagged, generally, if a man is nagged by a woman he truly loves, he will give in to that woman. And that woman knows that. And Delilah did that. That is a form of manipulation. That is a form of manipulation, and it is wrong. That is so wrong to do. But Delilah, she did it. And then Samson invited Delilah on in to cross a boundary. He invited her on the boundary marker, and he erased the boundary. And he let her in a place she had no business being in. And he told her, yeah, you know, what's going on with me is I'm set apart by God. God chose me. He spoke to my mama when I was born. The reason I have this great strength is that God gave it to me. But if a razor touches my head and if my head is shaved, my strength will leave me. And I will become as weak as any other man. So Delilah looks at him and she's thinking, you know what? This gotta be real because he ain't never talked about God before. So I know he's telling me the truth. Yeah, I know it. So she called the enemies and she told them, y'all, come on, come to my house. <laughs> Bring the money with you. He told me why he enforced the boundary and he gave me the manual on how to defeat him. I got it, y'all. Come on. Come come to my house right now. So what Delilah did is what many people do. She put Samson to sleep. She used her seductive sexual wiles to put this man in a compromising situation. But it wasn't all her fault. Samson acquiesced. He wanted to be put in that situation. Samson played on the boundary marker. Whether, shout out to the bird, whether you know it or not, some people will use sex to cross boundaries. Some people will use flattery to cross boundaries. Some people will pretend to be interested in you interested in what you are talking about, interested in what you're going through, only for you to keep talking so they can collect information and cross a boundary. They want to get an indicator of where you are in your mind. You cannot play on the boundary marker. You can't think that you can control someone else's malicious behavior. You can't. You can't control that. God can control that. And God gave you the tools on how to enforce boundaries. 
So you won't have to deal with that. You can't play with that. Stop having sex with people who you aren't married to. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop engaging in personal conversations with people who you can't trust. And you know you can't trust them. And you're only talking to them, thinking that it'll create trust. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop giving people access to your life who only pop up when they need something from you. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop receiving things from people who do not have your best interest in mind. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop putting your children and your loved ones in harm's way just to fit in with people. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop hiding your talents because a so-called friend doesn't want you to move forward before them. That's playing on the boundary marker. That's not your friend. Stop kicking it and stop hanging with people who don't like you. That is playing on the boundary marker. Stop walking around entertaining complacency. That's playing on the boundary marker. Stop making things comfortable for people who are intentionally making life uncomfortable for you. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop throwing away or putting down the gifts God has given you to appease someone who has buried the gifts God gave them. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop sharing your goals and your dreams with people who have shown you they don't care about you. And they will steal your ideas. And they keep doing it time and time again. That is is plain on the boundary marker. Stop sharing your dreams and desires too soon. That's plain on the boundary marker. Stop thinking that you're the exception to the rule when someone shows you that they will sell anybody out. That's plain on the boundary marker. Stop explaining your boundary markers to people. Stop telling people, okay, this is what I do. This is why. This is the time I said it. Stop that. That is playing on the boundary marker. Stop going to functions and events where people can't stand you. And you're only going to show off a new car and a new dress, a new outfit, a new bag, a new hairstyle. That is playing on the boundary marker. Those people don't care about you. They don't care. Stop going. God has shown you time and time again, stop going around those people. Stop it. That's playing on the boundary marker. You're setting yourself up. Stop thinking you can handle people that only God can handle. That is playing on the boundary marker. Stop getting into relationships with people who do not love the Lord and they don't love themselves. That's playing on the boundary marker. Stop getting into toxic relationships thinking you can change that person. That is playing on the boundary marker. Stop being a people pleaser. That is playing on the boundary marker. 
Stop eating unhealthy foods and thinking that medications will solve your problems. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop procrastinating. Stop being lazy. That's plain on the boundary marker. Stop gossiping and being messy with people to be a part of some fake clique. That's plain on the boundary marker. Stop flirting with them. Stop playing with them. They're married. They're in a relationship. You are in a relationship that is plain on the boundary marker. Stop messing with the petty cash fund at the job, saying you're going to pay it back. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop looking at what you can take from people and you never give. That is plain on the boundary marker. Stop second-guessing. Stop doubting why God told you to enforce the boundary. That's plain on the boundary marker. Stop offering harsh counsel to people going through storms and suffering, thinking that their setbacks are a result of sins they've committed, and you look down on them. That's plain on the boundary marker. Stop co-signing on people's disrespect towards others just because you want to be a part of their circle And you have no idea that they are the culprit. They're the problem. And they will turn on you. That's plain on the boundary marker. Stop giving to people who God is not even giving to. That is plain on the boundary marker. If God has stopped doing for them, you need to get out of the way before Jesus comes on in with the whip, whipping you too. Don't play on the boundary marker. Quit playing on the boundary marker thinking that you can control, or not you, but somebody. They're thinking that they can control situations and outcomes. That is why boundaries are there. Boundaries are set up to keep you on one side and somebody else on the other. God, if God told you to enforce the boundary, he knows how to keep people on the right side. And if they cross it, they have to deal with him. Don't play on the boundary marker. Don't play on it. It's not a game. Although God gave you strength, there is a boundary with that strength he gave you. You can't hopscotch from sin to righteousness thinking, you got it. You know what to do. I can handle it. Well, if you could handle it, or if we could handle it, we wouldn't need Jesus. When anybody is playing on boundaries, they will get crossed. Some people play rougher than others. The enemy wants you to end up like Samson. He knows your strength. He wants to seize you. He wants to gouge your eyes out where you cannot see where you're going. And he wants to take everything you own. He wants to mock you. And he wants to let you know that the strength you thought you had, it was nothing. Trusting in God, what you was doing that for? I mean, I got you to play on the boundary marker. So in a sense, you destroyed yourself. That's what he wants. Don't play on the boundary marker. When God tells you to enforce a boundary, you keep that boundary. I don't care who you fall in love with. Keep the boundary. I don't care what strength you have, 
what you acquire, what you achieve, what you do, you keep that boundary and you don't play on it. You don't flirt on the boundary. You don't dance on the boundary. You don't lift the boundary marker up. People need to know, man, that person enforced that boundary. They are not playing about it. Yes, they said they loved me, but they are not lifting that boundary. And they are not lifting that boundary because of their relationship with God. Because they want to be obedient to Christ. That's why they are not playing on the boundary marker. If you keep that boundary, if you make sure not to play on the boundary marker, and you enforce that boundary, what will happen, even if you love someone and you are enforcing boundaries, you will get a sense what the relationship is about by the boundary. Only a person who really loves you back, if they really love you and you love them, they will always respect your boundaries. They will stay with you. They will not leave you. They will start enforcing the same boundaries also because of their love for you. But if they're not for you and they're doing things apart from God and they want to move that boundary because they want to kill, steal, and destroy, that boundary will eventually cause them to flee. And that's the scripture that I want to leave with you. And it's James, the fourth chapter in the seventh verse. And it reads, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Another translation reads, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will run away from you. All right. Remain encouraged in whatever you do. Do not play on the boundary marker. Thank you for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download some Bible study content I have on the site. You can also order some inspirational apparel. Feel free to check me out on the YouVersion Bible app and on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. Enjoy the remainder of your day as you enforce boundaries. Do not play on the boundary marker. Peace and God bless.